Hello and welcome to the Mad Sounds podcast. I'm back, you beautiful host. Uh, and today I'm joined not by Neve, not by the unfortunate Callum Walker. I've got a new guest who is like not an interview. Um, I've got a, a long time friend. Uh, we planned episodes for about, what, two and a half years? <laughs> yes, yeah, something like that. Uh, I'm joined by the, the miraculous and basic extraordinaire. Lucas Fenwick. Ah, hello. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. I'm glad we, we've been planning episodes. I actually remember us planning an episode when Donda came out. Oh, God, yeah, I remember that. Jesus Christ, that was fucking ages ago. Two years. Was that only last year? No, no, it was two years. Was Donda not oh, 2020? Yeah. Right, I might be bugging, actually. Do you know what? I'm going to have to check. Yeah, because I, I can't actually remember. I know, we, we planned it before I came to uni because I remember I listened to Donda in the summer before I moved to Scotland. Yeah, because we were going to do an episode on it, weren't we? Aye. And then yeah. we were going to do uh, we were going to do a Nirvana, like, discography. Like discography thing, yeah. Good times. So, uh, yeah, we're, I'm usually joined by people that I harass regularly. <laughs> so, a bit about yourself, you're, you're, you're in a band. I am. The Priders. Um, funnily enough, we just played a gig last night, actually. How was it? Oh, it was brilliant, man. Really good. Shit. Uh, good band. I, I've shared some of your stuff on the Instagram of the podcast. Yeah, and, and I do appreciate that. Band and shit below as well. Good man. Uh, you know me. But yeah, it's good shit. Um, it's good band. How was fun gig? Enjoy it? Yeah, really good. Like, it's just at the Independent in Sunderland, so pretty local. There you go. We love that. I'm very um. A lot of the people are actually that's like I was this I was going Jesus Christ can't talk. I was going to say a lie actually. I'm quite um the podcast itself is quite like Glasgow music scene affiliated. Right. Um, I'm friends not friends but I I kind of have been in touch over the months with various artists and promotion companies and whatnot. Um, but it's funny because if you see if you look at all the interviews I've done. Yeah. Uh, most of them are actually European. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, as, as I said, I'll, I'll give you a little, I will give you an interview at some point. That'll be good crap. Cool, yeah. Honestly, that'll be great. The same audio issues were happening just now. <laughs> well, hopefully my setup will be improved by then. <laughs> I should be, man. Uh, nothing that can't be fixed in post, hopefully. Exactly, uh, exactly. Do you know, this podcast has a history, considering that I'm a music student and a musician and whatever, this yeah. podcast is, lives off having audio problems. <laughs> the irony. I know, I know. We've, I've lost episodes because of it. Oh, God. Two episodes have been lost. Oh. I think you're gone.
right. Now can you hear me? Yes, yes. Fuck, that, that was entirely... I know what I did. Uh, <laughs> I'll put that. Um, yeah, we'll just edit that out, you know. By the way, the irony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at what point did I cut out? It was like about two minutes ago. Like, I think it's right after I said the irony. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, did it cut out before I said about interviews? I think you were talking about that and then you mentioned like audio problems and then okay. funnily enough that's when I could have this fucking it's fucking sky man. Right. Um back to the point. Uh I I won't meander too much longer, but I did an interview or I did an episode with a, a niche kinda internet celebrity. Uh, have you ever seen the bad taxidermy guy? Oh, I think so. He's fucking legend, Jack Devaney. Uh, he's brilliant. But I did an episode with him, and we did oh, it on nice. Skype, and <laughs> it was it was quite horrific. Um, <laughs> basically, he uploaded the full video to his Patreon. Yeah, like without any edits. Yeah, and it's basically <laughs> twenty minutes of me having mic problems. <laughs> and I swear to God, it's it it was either Skype or it. I don't understand because part of me thinks it's Skype, right? Mm-hmm. Because it says that I have audio that's getting input. I realised the reason it went dodgy then is because I didn't close FL, uh, right, which yeah. doesn't help. But anyway, anyway, getting distracted. Yes, back on topic. Yes. Today we are doing a wonderful album. Oh, yes. The, the, have you i don't know if you've ever i won't be offended if you've not by the way um with the podcast one of the things that we do when we talk about albums is we kind of go through it for the most part track by track give or take um yeah, yeah bit of analysis all that shit pretty good uh this is an album that i've wanted to do since i started the podcast nice i mean it's a brilliant album oh it's so good but it's one of them where i feel like it's got a demographic on it yeah it's like kind of niche in a way yeah if it wasn't for anthony fantano it wouldn't have people wouldn't listen to this band yeah <laughs> that's true but, i mean like the wood i i'm aware like they're a, a long established band aren't they but yeah, yeah so one of the things so i've should have probably prefaced this uh i know you from college this is true yes yeah quite a long time ago and one of the things that we bonded over was that out of all the people we knew uh you're a lot more into it than me of course but i was one of one of or the only people that also liked uh heavy music yes which was a, a great little bonding experience for us oh absolutely yeah mm. which brings us to daughters um fun <laughs> fact matt fordor uh 100 uh, podcast friend of the show um Legend. after you left college he always used to wear a daughter's top really <laughs> yeah like That's genuinely sick. i walked in one day and he had it and i was like that is fucking sick mate <laughs> um Love it. but yeah so uh bit of background i'm kind of hoping you know more about them than me because i i usually put a lot more research into an episode uh but i've been busy <laughs> yeah, fair. So, I mean, so so far to be honest but mm, I, well, know quite, I know quite a bit about them well would you like to kind of would you like to give us some background about daughters of course, man. Um, Please. So, basically, they're Ameri- an American like noise rock band um, formed yeah. in the early two thousands, and like they've went through 
quite a shift in sound actually because mm-hmm. like they started out as this kind of like I guess you could call it like mathcore metalcore kind of sound yeah which is just like really heavy and abrasive and just fucking all over the place that is mad yeah um but then through time I think they kind of diversed diversified the sound quite a lot oh definitely I um, think oh go on Oh no, I was just gonna say like they went more like in a more typical noise rock kind of post punk mm-hmm. kind of sound. I think what well, one thing that's kind of prevalent when you look through the discographies, there's quite a lot of time between some of the releases. Yes. yes. Um and that's kind of I'd say that that's relevant with so with this album, which is you won't get what you want. Um one thing that kind of hits you, I think is I'm not too well versed in their older stuff, but this is a very loud album, right? Oh, yes, yes. But there is a certain cleanliness, I guess. The the production's very... Oh, very... Consi- do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Want, I do. Yeah. When you consider what the album is like, the production is quite clean. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty sick, to be honest. Oh, definitely. And there is also certain songs on here where they do, they embrace more modern ideas from things like, there's one song particularly which we'll get onto, uh, where they actually kind of do an electronic, there's electronic elements to it that I found that I could relate to more dancey stuff, but it works in the context, but it's just, you know, it's worth noting that this band be doing shit, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it is quite an eclectic album, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah, there's a lot of even just from like moments, there's a lot of different influences and moments. And one thing that I'm going to say this now, uh, one thing that really sticks out to me. Right. Yeah. Now, I'm not as I said, I'm not I don't know much of the older stuff. Right. But (laughs) see the, the, the vocalist. Yes. The first. So I haven't listened to this album for about a year now. So I went back and I listened to it. And now with my greater knowledge of vocalists and styles and whatever i thought you know this sounds like isaac brock from modest mouse now listen to it again and again and i swear to god the the i this makes me so giddy do you know what some of the vocal stylings and stuff on this album make me think of go on um so nick cave we all know him his early music in the birthday pie punk music there's a lot of that in this no i hear that i hear that it's good. That makes me giddy. <laughs> no, I, I completely get where you're coming from there. That's fine. So, should we get into the kind of the tracks? Yeah, let's go for it. So, first song, uh, one of the best album openers ever. Um, into a point where I've spoken before, we did the Pimper Butterfly episode, um, in which me and two of my friends got drunk, and. <laughs> spoke for two hours about to pimp a butterfly but seeing the last half hour yeah we came to the realization because obviously when you talk about to pimp a butterfly especially as the record goes on you kind of get into talking about political issues and stuff oh, of course yeah and we all found it really funny that it was three white guys talking about all these political issues that we have <laughs> no right to talk about <laughs> but yeah. I've spoken before about how Wesley's Theory is one of my favorite, my favorite album opener ever, off to Pimper Butterfly. Mine and too. City Mine Song, too. 
is on par with Wesley's theory for me. You know what? I, I agree with that. It's so good. It's so it's, good. It's brilliant. Just, ah, there's the so much The first time you listen to it, I remember I was playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah. I had my headphones on and just it starts with this quite long kind of harrowing synthy sireny thing yeah and it's really suspenseful and then these kind of distanced reverberated snare hits come in and it I just, know, I just <laughs> oh bro bro i still remember the first time i heard that as well like <laughs> it's good isn't it it catches you off guard definitely oh it does and then it escalates into this distorted kind of marching song and the outro of city song is beautiful and yeah oh, do you know what i mean oh it's, it's brilliant it makes me it. shit the bed it's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> no yeah it's what a song that is like can you think of a better way of starting an album than that no not off the top of my head <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so the next song uh long roads no turns mate this is one of my personal favorites I respect that it's good it is good uh, i just i just love the guitar tone on it like <laughs> it's hard to believe that it's actually a guitar no 100 like, percent. it sounds like sheet metal or something you know <laughs> no it does genuinely there was a few points making notes for this album where i actually had to stop and think that's that can't be like that can't be a guitar i know it's, it's crazy the um, sounds it gets out of it yeah no i don't you probably i hope you'll agree um one of the things that I thought about this song was that it sounds kind of uh, some of the guitar work and stuff is almost like orchestral in the way that it's put together. Uh, yeah, like that, that's true, actually. Yeah, like not like literally, but like there's something very. I don't know. That's the only words I can put to it. Listen to it. Let me know if you, if listeners <laughs> let me know if you think I'm being an idiot. No, I get what you mean by that. Yeah. Yeah. It. I think it, it's just it's a very well composed written track. Definitely, and I mean the whole album's like that. To be fair, oh. like there's obviously been a lot of thought put into it. Oh, definitely, it's a very meticulous record, which is amazing yes. because it's so loud. Um, oh, and also in Long Roads No Turns, the the kind of line "Someone's always got it worse." That bit. Um, yeah it's great and it also it just this album weighs down on you like a ton of bricks like it's a sad little bit of kit but, oh it is like <laughs> oh no it's heavy and i was uh i was talking to neve about it my girlfriend um and i, I was saying that because usually when i'm doing an album i listen to it at the gym yeah um so we did make it big by wham was the last album that i did oh okay and i was listening to wake me up before you go go to the gym that's fine but i drew the line at listening to uh this daughter's album at the gym because it it just makes you sad that, that is true yeah it's, like, a, it's a heavy album like not just sound wise but lyrics wise as well oh yeah it's emotionally and it's the way that he repeats some of the lines and the the performance of it is again that very nick cavey way of it just it's like hammering it into you do you know what i mean yeah totally cold so next up we have the song that i don't know why but this song i mean it's one of my favorite songs ever but it always used to get in my head as the name of the album all right so yeah. satan in the way uh, 
brilliant song, beautiful song. It, it is. It is. I mean, I'm just comparing it to the first two songs as well. Like, already, we're only on the third track, and they've already went through, like, so much different musical styles, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's part of what makes this album such a good listen. Um, there's these, like, sirens in it, which are, like, a, a kind of repeating thing. Yeah. Like, the, the, the love a little siren makes you think you're in, like, World War II or something. <laughs> that's brilliant. Um. I love this a little, uh, this is so vague, but I've wrote the words. I adore that little ostinato thing. And I believe this is another instance where I heard a bit of guitar and didn't want to call it a guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the, it, but there's a yummy little build at the end and it's heavy. And in a good way, it's oh, emotionally yeah. empty, as in it is weighing the emotional emptiness on you. I agree, yes. That doesn't like, sound like a good selling point, does it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get what you mean. Well, and also, yeah, I think it's important to stress with this album that for all it is morbid, it, it is a great listen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, and I think as you don't, you can look at this album from different ways. I mean, you can listen to it in like a sad way, but it's also, it is like a, an exercise of great musicianship. Um, but also, sad music doesn't have to be sad all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I of mean, course. I guarantee you're the same. I've had some great times listening to like some earlier Bring Me the Horizon records and just not thinking about the lyrics and just chilling. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, I do that all the time. Exactly. Exactly. So the next track is about me, the flammable <laughs> man. <laughs> The one and only. <laughs> so uh, this is a bit different. Cause it's, the next two shong, so, shong, songs are short. Yeah. And I mean, this is the one song on the album that really reminds me of the early stuff. Yeah. Because like, it's it's a lot more chaotic and heavier and just like kind of all over the place rhythm wise. Mm-hmm. Oh, hundred. I mean, that's I think that's kind of the, the, the thing that makes this song enticing is that it's very adrenaline juicing yes definitely the the drums are like fuck it's like a fucking speed bag like you're getting clobbered in the <laughs> face by the drums Literally. and it is quite in its messiness it's also quite straight to the point which kind of works with the messiness yes yes um it's one of the examples where okay this is a weird analogy see when you look at like a progressive album mm-hmm. you get a, a 20 minute song with 10 different big musical ideas yeah but then you look at a song like the flammable man and there is a lot of different ideas but they only work so well because they're all kind of overlapping in a short time no yeah yeah definitely i like it i know i love it (laughs) uh should we move to the next one yeah i mean there's not not a lot to talk about with the next two but like they are great songs (laughs) yeah so the, the Lord's song, um, Hallelujah, um, <laughs> I do love it. See the I cry about it because I want. Yes, to. I was going to mention that. What a great lyric! I know it. It's so good, and I think the lyrics are kind of the simplicity helps them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the straight to the point. Just in yeah, and it the repetition drills it in. Exactly. Um, and they blend the loudness and the distortion 
with sadness and it works really well um this is an album that i think i've said this many a time it's basically my catchphrase at this point it's an album you need a good pair of headphones for yeah Um, absolutely absolutely but i will say don't if, if you i mean if you have a good pair of headphones you don't listen to stuff on full volume anyway but you imagine this you wouldn't want to listen to this on full volume do you know what i mean (laughs) you you get ear fatigue um but yeah there isn't too much to say about the lord's song apart from it's absolutely fantastic in what it does true yeah now the next song i've got quite a bit to say about oh yeah it's quite your talk oh thank you this is one of them literally me songs called less sex (laughs) um this is the song that I got the electronic bit from. Yeah. So it, it, it's a loud song, but the verses or the, the verse bits are accompanied by these like EDM slash dance slash like Crystal Castle kick. Kicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I then mean... in, in the chorus, there's like a, a siren synth thing. Which, yeah, I, I love the influence. Oh yeah, it's, it's probably like it's probably like the most melodic song in the album as well. Oh no, it definitely, definitely, which is nice. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a good break. Yeah, no, hundred percent, it does break it up. And this is like the fourth song on here that I've wrote. Um, I've that not literally for I haven't counted, but one again, I've wrote one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, yes, <laughs> the bass as well. I know, I know, it's so good. The bass is beautiful. I love the bass tone. It's so... Oh, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's the only way you can describe it. <laughs> um, and another thing that I love, this is a very dramatic song, but the vocal performance is so, again, so Nick Cavey in the way that it's just, in a good way, it's dead. It's yeah, very, it's very restrained. Yeah, it's laboured. Yeah. What a track. What a track. Uh, it's, it's brilliant. I love it, it so much. It is. Uh, now we'll take a, a we're, we're getting towards the end, so we'll take a quick break. Um, I don't know this. I haven't. I'll admit I've lacked a bit. Do you know if there's like a, a lyrical like theme or something with this album? Um, I mean, I don't know if there's like one overarching theme of it. It just no. seems to be a lot about. I mean, there's obviously like a lot of working things out on it you know like looking into yourself and picking out the bad parts and wanting to change yeah yeah 100 percent um and that that it works so well they're so good at it yeah definitely this is one of those albums that's hard to talk about because how do you talk about it without just praising it every few seconds true uh, i know and laughing at the song called less sex do you know what i mean um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. The next song, actually, I have a funny little note for you. So, Daughter. Oh, yeah. Mhm. Uh, I actually wrote that. Are you aware of Tim Hecker, the the ambient? Yes, yes. Yeah. I've wrote that the intro sounds like someone's made like an edit of a Tim Hecker song. <laughs> like some off like Virgins or one of his like Eria projects. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> Uh, and then it goes into some like Breaking Bad American cowboy yeah. rock shit, which is great, but that's what the riff sounds like. I mean, this uh, is one of my favourites on the album, actually. Like, I still remember like 
first listen, this was definitely one that stood out for me. 100%. I think it, it's definitely more riffy in a way. Yeah. Um, and again, that little Nick Cave vocal type thing. But yeah, it's, it's quite a riffy track, which I like because, again, this late, towards the end of the album, they're still doing things that are like, oh, this is different. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, listening to this album again for the first time in however long, I was actually surprised how every song that came on, I was like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. And so much happens in such a short, it's only 50 minutes, or it's 50 minutes long, but this type of album you're usually strapped in for a long little bit yeah. of kit, aren't you? The thing is, it doesn't actually feel as long as it is, and that's the great thing about it. Exactly. We love that. Like, yeah. you listen to it and say, oh, it's 10 minutes, and you look and you're like half an hour into the album, it's mad. I know. But I think that's what you want from an album like this. Exactly, because it never gets old at all. Exactly. It, it, it is, it's a one of a kind. Absolutely. Now, the next song is basically the tag for this podcast. <laughs> the reason they hate me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I thought that this song was a little bit more, almost punk is the word that I'll use. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It, it's heavy. It, it's destructive. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, this song has like probably my favourite lyric on the album. Don't Go tell on. me how to do my job or you carry on like a son of a bitch. I love it. It's good. It works. It's yeah. so good. Um, also, at the end of the song, there's this, right? I've wrote the letters. Ah, 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 ah. So I just put like, because I don't know how to write it. But do you know, at the end, there's like a, it's obviously like, it doesn't sound, it's not, but it sounds like you've put your fingers over the guitar strings and then strummed it. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Now now this podcast is going to turn into us just making noises. (laughs) I mean, yeah, why not? (laughs) Yeah, so we're, we're up to the penultimate song. Yeah, Ocean Song. Ocean Song. The bass here is beautiful. Absolutely. Oh, it's beautiful. It's screeching and it's really heavy. And I, I've put that, I think that you just need to go and listen to it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you could that, say that say that about most of the songs on this album, if not all of them. No, literally all of it. I don't, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll tie in the last two songs together. Guest House, the last track. Uh, mm-hmm. It sounds like something of a horror film. Yeah, and I mean, this is my favourite on the album. It's fantastic. Uh, like, as far as not just album closes, but like songs of all time, it's definitely up there. Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, what an album. I know, it's... Like, honestly, because I'm the same as you, like, until... Like when you said we were going to do this album, I hadn't listened to it for probably a couple of years. Yeah. And um, now just listening back to it, I was just brought right back to the first time that I heard it. And it was just... It's great. Oh, yeah. There's what always a, that what a worry. journey. Aye, there's always that worry with an album like this that it's not going to be as good as you remember. Yeah. Because... But- I think I speak for us both. I say that this is one where the first time you listen to it, it's not just, oh, this is a good album. 
Yeah, yeah. It's just like this is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a mind blowing thing. Yeah. Um, and I think if you've listened to this and you're intrigued by anything we've said, or just if you're not, I don't give a fuck. Listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that this is one of those that you described as essential listening. Oh, 100%. And this late into the episode, just before we give our final rating of the album, mm-hmm. I forgot to do something. And what would that be? Well, every episode, whether it's an interview, whether I've got, uh, I did it with Spires, I did it with Scarlet Obsession, I did it with the world around you, I've done it with all these people. I have a thing that I like to do, yeah. and that is, well, we created, a, I created a playlist called the Mad Sounds Hall of Fame. Oh. And it, it is something that ties in all the people that I've interviewed and that I've spoken to on the podcast, whether it's a mate or if it's a band, if it's just someone that I think's dope. And, and I forgot to ask you, now I like to throw this on people with no prior preparation what song would you like to induct in the mad sounds hall of fame it can be a song you think's dope it can be funny it can be off this album it can be your own song oh that is a good question i know it's a it's a tough one hmm (laughs) give me a second (laughs) i know it's never a fun one to be hit with but it's necessary Have a think, sir. Have a think. I've never done it. I've never got to induct one or be six. It's my podcast. But I of, I often think, what would I do? I feel like I'd put my own song in it. Uh, Dean Norris. Yeah, mama. Yeah, gotta give the shout out, you know. That's it. This should be. I'm I'm putting it. I put it in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I should have another song out soon, actually. Oh, nice. It's got it. Getting mixed as we speak. Good stuff, man. Looking forward to that. Dion Fletcher's mixing it. Oh, shout out Dion. What a guy. He was on the, the pilot of this podcast. I remember that, yeah. Oh, good times. Anyway, anyway. That was ages ago. Go you on, know what? I've, I've thought of a song. Go on. What are you saying? I am going to say Third Eye by Tool. Oh, nice. Yep. Do you know what? I, I respect that. I respect that. That is getting added. I was really hoping you're gonna hit us with like, um, oh my god, it's called that song. Uh, uh, right, I'm just gonna look. I want to get the right name. Uh, it's called "We're All Going Home in an Ambulance." Oh, Ruben. Bit of Ruben. Bit of bit of Jamie Lenman. Oh man, you know what? Put that one in instead. Oh man, I'll put both in just for yeah, you. Yeah, put, put both in. What a guy. Oh, Jamie Lenman. Oh man. We should do a Ruben episode at some point. I'm so game. That we actually we'll definitely do that. Do you remember right, I know we're getting very off topic, but do you remember that me and you always used to make jokes about Jamie Lennon? Because you showed me Ruben and I really liked <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, and you called yourself it on Kahoot. I, I did, yeah. And Matt Fodor must be the only three people in Billingham that knew who they were. <laughs> Matt Fodor had <laughs> Was, I remember just, this like, well. Hey, what? How did you know that? <laughs> I thought you were going to say the thing that he looks like a Victorian pedo. Oh no, he, Jamie Lenman definitely looks like a Victorian pedo. Does he still <laughs> exist? He still make music. 
Yeah, I saw him uh, a few months ago, actually. No way. Was he good? Yeah. Oh, he was brilliant. Oh, man, he played a couple of Ruben songs as well, which is... Oh, really? It was really good, yeah. That is so sick. Does he still make heavy stuff? Yeah, yeah. He's still just I doing prob- his own thing. I probably shouldn't play it out like that. He's released an EP this year. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing a lot of solo stuff recently, like over the past couple of years. What a guy, man. I know. It's so cool that he's still releasing stuff and still getting out there. I know. Well, um, right, I'll tell you what, I'll get you on again soon and we'll we'll do that. We'll do some of him. Yeah, sounds good, man. But to wrap up the episode, uh, we used to have a Mad Sounds tier list. Right, yeah. Which actually, just for the fun, I'm going to run you through it. <laughs> okay. So, the Mad Sounds... Oh, wait, hang on. You have to give us a sec to find it. I, I, right. So, are you ready to hear the tier list? I am. So, in E, this has nothing to do with me. Well, it kind of does. What happened is, when we did an episode with uh, the the taxidermy guy, yeah, we did Transformer by Lou Reed. Oh, right. Okay. Now, I've loved this album, but admittedly i didn't put that much research into it Fair. right now when i listened to it before the episode i was like do you know what like it's it's good but i don't i'm not going to rate it as highly as i was then we did the episode and he kind of coerced me and my friend into just slandering the album oh <laughs> so lack of credibility for me but solely for him that is in e <laughs> God. Then also in E is Coco Moon by Owl City. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Then in C, nothing in D. In C, we've got Cracker Island by Gorillas. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it's fair. And Last Night in the Bittersweet by Paolo Nutini. Oh, okay. In B, we've got Teen Dream by Beach House. Nice. We've got A Thousand Gex by Hundred Gex. We've got Whole Lot of Red by Carty. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> We've got Silent Alarm by Block Party. Oh, very good. Very good pick. Then in A, we've got Animals by Pink Floyd. Yes, of course. Of course. Astro World. Nice. The First Crystal Castles. Yeah. Illinois by Sufjan Stevens. Cool. Flower Boy by Tyler and Demon Days. Yeah, yeah. And then in S, we've got Rom Com by Jakey. Good news for people who love bad news by Modest Mouse. Yes. Frailty by Jane Remover. Kids see ghosts to pimp a butterfly and funeral by Arcade Fire. Nice. Yeah, I know it's eclectic. Uh, since <laughs> yes, then, we, <laughs> since then we've grown up and we've started just giving <laughs> them a number. Yeah, that makes more sense. It does. So so far, the two that I've given a number, we gave Barb. Oh, we got three actually. Barbie got a 6.9. <laughs> Make It Big by Wham got 8.2. Damn. And New Jeans, EP2 by New Jeans, uh, it's like a K-pop group, I don't know, you've probably heard them on like Reels or something, got a 9. Oh, okay. So, that leads us to today's album. Yes. So, Lucas... You won't get what you want by daughters. What would you give it out of 10? I mean, for me, this is one of the easiest 10 out of 10s I've ever given to anything. Good man. I 100% agree. Like, it's just, 
it's hard to describe it without saying just go and listen to it. You need to experience it for yourself. 100%. And I think that pretty much summarises the album. It's absolutely fantastic. Go listen to it. And I'm fa- I'm so glad you finally got to discuss a loud, heavy album. Yeah, because I've wanted to for a while. Oh, yeah, we definitely need to do more of these because, like, as far as I know, you're the only person who actually, like, shares most of my music taste. Exactly. And likewise, I mean, I've said this before, no offence to my co-hosts, but I do struggle picking an album sometimes because sometimes, like, I, I, I spoke about Gajira before. Yeah. Oh, uh, love, and but I couldn't do the album because I didn't have anyone to do it with. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely do that with you. We should. So you'll be on again, don't you worry. So that brings us to the end of the episode. Honestly, thanks so much for having us on, man. Of course, man. So all you listeners, uh, go to the description for links to uh, Lucas's band and all the social media and stuff. I'll put that all down there. Um, I will share, there'll be links to my Instagrams, the Mad Sounds TikTok, all that stuff, my own personal music. Uh, All that shit will be linked down below. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you. Good, goodbye. Bye bye.